Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Wanda Duncan of AshaLBH.com. Wanda, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hi, hi, hi. Thanks for having me. No problem. Super excited to have you on and hear about all the awesome things that you're doing. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Wanda. So you hear about all those awesome things I was referencing before. And Wanda is a, is a super fan of Black Women Travelers. To that end, she's created a Facebook group, a podcast, a conference, and a creative service agency that all center around empowering Black women travelers. Wanda tried and failed to leave the States in 2010 to work and travel online as a digital nomad and for the past five years has been doing that much and many things more. Wanda, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Let me talk to them. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) All right. So to kick everything off, I wanted to kind of rewind the clock a little bit here, a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take me through what I call your CEO story? We'll let you get started with all the awesome things you're working on. Okay. So is this like before 2010? Yeah, we can go back. If you had seeds planted before then, we want to hear it all. I grew up a little black girl in Southern Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward like, a little bit. Fast forward a little bit. <laughs> um, so what happened was I was working at CNN in Atlanta at the headquarters and things were not gelling. I was getting cut on that glass ceiling, so to speak. And so I left. I said, this is not for me. There's something else that I could do. And I went to go do some nonprofit work. In El Salvador, I stayed there for six months. This was in 2010. And then um, I was like, I'm kind of making things work here. If I can make things work anywhere, I want to go to my first love, Jamaica. Jamaica was the first country I'd gone to um, abroad, so to speak. A lot of black people like start with Caribbean because <laughs> it's just was, like <laughs> the cruise attainable, right? Right. <laughs> um, so I did that and I was in Jamaica for about three months and then I got to that moment and the truth telling moment where it was like I had enough money to extend my visa or enough money to change my flight fee. Uh, the, the flight, change flight fee, yeah. <laughs> so I buckled and I was like, I guess I'll go back to Atlanta and then I spent some years there trying to keep myself entertained essentially working on some other stuff stuff I was happy to work on but like it just wasn't fulfilling because Atlanta wasn't for me Gresh (laughs) yeah so I took off and uh well I focused I focused myself and said I'm leaving I'm going to do it way better than I did it the first time the first time like I just too much luggage like I had my condo I hadn't rented out I had a storage unit it was just like disastrous right so I learned from that and I've been traveling for it's coming up on five years now it's been about four and a half years that I've been exploring my my world exploring myself exploring my talents pushing myself it's been amazing yeah, I absolutely love that. And I appreciate you kind of expounding upon that and speeding up from the, the, the born, the, the little black girl and going into um, all the awesome things that you're doing. But I think so many times I, I appreciate you for obviously so many times we have those 
um, I guess, moments in our life where we have that kind of lasting impression or lasting experience. And so many times we have to go back to whether it be Atlanta or go back to DC or whatever that might be. But so many times we don't really ever kind of go back to what that experience was. We automatically think that that's not possible. That's a fairy tale. And we sell us so many of those things. But I love the fact that you turned back around and said, okay, not only am I going to do it again, I'm going to do it on a, on a even bigger, bigger and better level. And I'm going to help so many other people out as far as like doing that as well. So um, I wanted to hear a little bit more on what we can find on your site and all the awesome things you're doing, the podcast and the conference and all those things on how you're empowering these Black women travelers. So what happened was um, <laughs> I'm out and it's glorious being out. Like I feel lighter in my spirit and I'm traveling through Europe mostly doing a little bit of house sitting. And then I say, I want to meet with other digital nomads and that's people who primarily work online and they're location independent. So they travel how they want to travel, where they want to travel, when they want to travel. Um, so I went to Vietnam. And I see some black folks a little bit. I go to Chiang Mai, Thailand. I see a few more. A lot of black people love Chiang Mai. That's another like gateway <laughs> to travel in Asia. Um, and so I say, I don't see that there's anything specifically for us. And I would like to have that. I would like to have a group specifically for black women, digital nomads. And then I tacked on entrepreneur because like uh, there are a lot of teachers. Teaching is also an like the low-hanging fruit, so to speak, when it comes to being able to be location independent, a way to earn money and travel how you want. A lot of the kids, like our other companies are in China. A lot of the children are Chinese. So I created the group, and I wasn't selling anything. You know, in Facebook groups, usually it's like a leader, and they have their products, and they're coaching or consulting or whatever it is. And so it just kind of sat there for a while. <laughs> but what ended up happening was I said I want to get deeper in these conversations the intro posts or the, the occasional question here and there it's not enough so i started the podcast and it started with a lot of the members of that group and then i moved on from the group to twitter and i found all these really dope black women travelers from everywhere uh the group my group is like primarily americans so i was finding folks from the uk all over the continent africa um and thing I loved about them was that if there was an opportunity that popped up on Twitter, they wouldn't just be like, hey, I do this. They'd be like, hey, I do this. But then there's like 10 of my other homegirls who also do this. And I was like, y'all are my people. <laughs> there <laughs> like, you go, my tribe. <laughs> exactly. As entrepreneurs, like it's really difficult a lot of times to get that word of mouth out. Everybody knows, like generally speaking, your friends and family aren't going to support you. That's just like, for whatever reason, not what they do. All We have all the same friends and family, apparently, because like, <laughs> just like Notorious. Right. They're not going to support you. Um, and then I moved on to Instagram. Me and Instagram, we're working things out. Because, <laughs> you know, a lot of the travelers on Instagram that get most of the attention are vacationers. Right. And it's like, you're not in a flowing dress every week <laughs> you know right. I mean? the wind is blowing through your hair <laughs> you can work on the beach it's not always that comfortable though honestly speaking mm -hmm. um so it's just like a different demographic a different kind of traveler which is totally okay not really the focus of my show so anyway um i'm loving these ladies i'm just like you all are the key i want to be with you forever in life let's travel which is something we love to do but let's also 
upskill. Let's teach each other the things that we know and how we can get better at our crafts and like talk shop. So I was like, conference time. So when I was in Atlanta, I've done a little bit of event organizing. So I was like, we're going to Rwanda 2020. It's our year. <laughs> <laughs> so it's our year, but just in a different way. <laughs> You know what they say, make a plan and God gonna work that out for you. Right. <laughs> so that's exactly what happened. Um, we're not traveling, but we're going online, which, mm -hmm. you know, we're gonna make that do what it does. Right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not what I want, but hopefully it will be amazing because I'm going to make it amazing. Um, another, another roadblock, I told you that like teaching English was a way that black women were finding ways to make money. Um, I wanted to try and help with that angle too. So social media management was something that I had some expertise in, some experience with, and then also branching off into virtual assistants. And then I knew quite a few coaches um, from the group, mostly. And everybody's just kind of having a hard time, like having the confidence, having the ability to price themselves. There's just so much research. You know, as an entrepreneur, you have to do about 27 things if you can't afford to hire a team, if you haven't gotten funded, um, or just trying to do like two or three things really well. So what I wanted to do was bring us together under an umbrella and be able to offer our services and share the work essentially. So that's where the Creative Services Agency comes from, Asha Live Retail. Nice. Well, I definitely, again, appreciate you for, for, you know, obviously one of my buddies from uh, college, actually, he's in uh, Japan and I, I forgot what part of Japan I went to go visit him, but that he's teaching English. That's, that was his gateway of how he got to, to get there. And sometimes, as you said, we sometimes don't see the different opportunities that are presented um, when we go with it. But again, when you hear somebody that, oh, they're doing social media management, they're doing this, they're doing that while they're being a digital moment, nomad, it creates a whole entire, I think, different experience definition on what it means to do that, what it means to travel, what it means to, to kind of be that digital nomad. So I appreciate you for doing that and creating all the opportunities for that to happen. Thank you. I appreciate that. No problem at all. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for you personally, other things uh, that you have uh, kind of in the fire, but what would you feel uh, would be the thing that you say, think sets you apart and makes you unique? It is being able to tune into myself and be flexible with that because the Wanda I was an hour ago is not the Wanda I was yesterday. Like I've gone mm. through a whole transformation, like literally, I was just like, oh, I'm doing everything wrong. I gotta shift my focus. So being able to tune into myself and that focus and consistency for, so for the podcast, I, I started it last year, July, I put out an episode every single week for the last year. Um, and we're, I'm about to launch episode 60 coming up on month, on Sunday. I didn't right. know that they might. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, so, but it's just like, it's what gives me life. So being able to tune into myself and focus on the things that I want to do, the entrepreneur that I want to be, not necessarily playing all the games that are out there to play, you know, with the algorithms and the hashtags and like all of that being on every single platform, having a presence. For me, it's not necessarily about that, but where I do show up, I'm trying to show up strong um, and being able to focus on that and being consistent as well. So that's my sauce. 
I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I would say again, like the tuning into myself part. If I'm happy, if I'm joyful, if I'm loving the things that I'm doing every day, then I'm able to show up. And it sounds very simple, but I think sometimes it's very hard for people to be with themselves. So would you consider that to be like what I call your secret sauce? The thing um, might be a piece of advice or a word of wisdom you would give your younger business self is really to, to have that permission within you to say, yes, you can do this or yes, you can do that. Permission to try, permission to fail, permission to succeed, all of those different things that uh, might kind of block us from where we could be. I don't think that Black people are programmed for risk, mm. and understandably so. So giving yourself permission to take a risk, giving yourself the bandwidth and the runway. Uh, part of my runway was like financial, because that's like huge for me. I don't have nobody I could call to ask for nothing, right? So that was part of me taking care of myself. And it's just like, you're doing it. You know how to do this. You know how to manage. You know how to create. You just need to be consistent. You just need to continue to expand. Stop being satisfied with a certain level just because 10 years ago, you would have been satisfied with that level. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a whole new you, baby. You got to keep reaching. You know? yeah. So I think that that's what I would say. There are times where I stayed too long. I think we all have those relationships, right? <laughs> where we stay mm -hmm. a little too long. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I was, I was, like you were saying before, just attached to where I was at the moment or fearful of moving on to that next and reaching for that next. And so that's just very much part of the hack, part of the, what I would tell my, my younger business self. It's like, don't be afraid to let go, continue to reach because you got you, like you are, you are the magic. I want to ask you now for what I call uh, my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And I know you touched on this a little bit. We're open to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Wanda, what does being a CEO mean to you? Commanding your own life, commanding your space, commanding your vision, being a leader of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. And um, I appreciate that. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, find out about the course, the podcast, and all the awesome things that you're working on. All right. Y'all got a pen and paper? Because <laughs> first of all, these titles are long. All right. <laughs> um, so, yes. You can normally reach me pretty much anywhere through the podcast channel. That's where I'm more active. I'm more active on Twitter specifically. So it's at BWT pod, Black and Travel pod. Um, I'm also on Facebook, of course, and Instagram for the podcast. The name of the conference is International Black Women Travel Jubilee. It's happening October's 4th, 11th, and 18th. They're all Sundays. And... The name of our online event specifically is Rally and Rejoice. So if you wanted to come and learn about what it means to be a digital nomad, travel content creator, then come come do that with us because that's what we do. Um, or aspiring if you're not already. And then also for the creative services agency that does social media management, virtual assistance, 
and uh, more enterprise coaching than personal coaching. Uh, but I'm happy to make a little referral if you're looking for somebody. You can reach us at ashalbh.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And even to make it even easier, I should say, um, if you didn't get out that pen and pad, we will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too. So just check that out to get the links to everything. So Asha, I truly, I mean, Wanda, I truly appreciate all the awesome things that you're doing. I appreciate the reminder and the representation you have that in your company as well, too. And um, I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.